0: I feel like God has been uh, telling me to do a series on the issue of the Holy Spirit and on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I believe one of the reasons why God uh, wanted me to focus on this right now is because I truly believe that there is an outpouring a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit that is coming and I know many people have been saying that for for a long for a long time that uh, there is coming uh, an outpouring of the Holy Spirit uh, but I truly believe that God wants to do something that there is something. There, there is coming something, and I believe God wants, wants us to be prepared for that. Um, and even though people maybe have been saying it for a long time, that uh, there is coming a revival, there is coming a new outpouring, uh, it's kind of like the same way as when you talk about Jesus coming back. It's very easy to, because you have heard it many times, that you kind of let it go in one ear and out the other one. Uh, But I I believe that's a great mistake. I think we should live in an expectancy that God wants to pour out His Spirit. Um, We know that one of the things that Uh, the Bible prophesies when it comes to to the time that we are living in. It is that it will be a time where God is going to pour out His Spirit. Uh, We can read in Joel uh, chapter 2, where Joel is prophesying about this uh, new covenant, this new thing that God would be doing. Uh, And we'll be reading more about... um, This later, I just want to uh, read this here in the beginning, and there we see in Joel 2 that he is prophesying that, uh, or God is saying, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old man will dream dreams, and your young man will see visions. So he was. Prophesying that, in the last days this this would happen, uh, and we know that what Joel was prophesying about here has to do with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, because if we read in Acts chapter two, we know the story about the Pentecost and how the Holy Spirit came, and they uh, started to speak in tongues, and uh, people thought they were crazy and yeah, you, you can read yourself in Acts chapter 2. We know that Peter, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he stood up and he said to the people, this is it. And then he referred to Joel's prophecy, and we're going to read that later. This is kind of just like an introduc- introduction to uh, these sessions that we all have on the Holy Spirit. So Peter stands up. Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, and he points to Joel's prophecy, and he, see, and he says, "What's happening now? This is This is what Joel was prophesying on—that in the last days I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. If there is one thing I believe that should characterize..." Uh, The time that we are living in, the end time, it is that it should be a time of outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And I don't believe that's only talking about what happened in Acts chapter 2. I don't believe that it was God's intention that he would pour out his spirit one time and that have to be good enough for the rest 2,000 years or how long it will be until Jesus comes back. No, what happened in Acts chapter 2 was just the start. It was not the end. What we read about in the book of Acts and from Acts chapter 2 and onwards, that was just the start of what God wanted to be doing. So I believe we, we are living in a time, biblically speaking, where God wants to pour out His Spirit. And from Joel's prophecy, we understand that He wants to pour out His Spirit upon all flesh. Not only the pastors or the preachers or the prophets, or in the Old Testament, you know, the Holy Spirit was kind of reserved for the kings and the priests and the prophets. Joel kind of makes a point here that in, in how to say, in the last days, the Holy Spirit is going to be available for everyone. What would the result be? That everyone would prophesy, everyone would see visions, have dreams. In other words, what he's saying is that the supernatural would be available for everyone. The, the supernatural way of God communicating between uh, t- two people would be available not only for the prophets, but it would be available for everyone. And he says that this is something that God wants to do in the last days. And unless we have missed Jesus coming back, uh, unless we have been left behind, uh, I guess many have been reading or seeing these films or reading this book, Left Behind, Unless we have missed Jesus coming back, we are still living in the last days. What does that mean? That means that we are living in a time where God wants to pour out His Spirit. I, in some kind of way, I kind of feel like uh, we are past you, That that God, He that there is an outpouring of the Holy Spirit that God. How to say, wants to send, and the reason why it hasn't happened fully yet is not because God doesn't want it, but it's because our hearts need to be ready, we our hearts need to be realigned, we need to be ready to receive a move of God. So, I hope. That's the teachings and uh, what we will be talking about in this session and in, in the following sessions. That it will stir you to prepare your heart for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Which I believe is coming to Europe. I believe Europe is going to be shaken by the power of God. And I don't believe... Very often we, we, we say that we want to get back to the book of Acts. And I get that, you know. Of course, we want to see the things that they saw. Uh, the miracles, the, how, you know, they were guided by the Holy Spirit. And, you know, all the things that happened. We want to see that. But, you know, I don't believe when God was pouring out His Spirit. That He poured out His Spirit in Acts chapter 2. And now we kind of just have to live on the remains of what God was pouring out in Acts chapter 2. No, with God, I believe there was a principle with God that He always goes from glory to glory. He doesn't, like humanly speaking, we know that we, uh, we uh, in our maybe 20, 30s, we are strong. And as we are getting older, we kind of get, uh, yeah, we get older, we get weaker. And humanly speaking, finally we die. That's kind of the natural way of things. But with God, it's not so that you, that you are strong in your 30s and then you get weaker and weaker and weaker. No, with, there is a principle with God that when He does something, He wants it to go from glory to glory. That means that what God did in Acts chapter 2, that's not the final destination. We, we don't want to just to get back to Acts chapter 2 to stop there. No, I believe God wants to do more. I believe what we read in the book of Acts, that was just the beginning of what Joel was prophesying about. About this new thing that God would be doing, where he would be pouring out his flesh, uh, his spirit upon all flesh. I believe there is coming an outpouring where The supernatural, seeing healing, seeing deliverance, uh, getting revelations from God, being guided by the Holy Spirit is something that is going to be completely normal for every single believer. And I believe that with my whole heart. I believe we are, and I I believe we have started to see it happen more and more in, in the last Uh, 10 years, we we have started to see more and more how, for instance, the issue of healing has kind of been moved from the pulpits out on the streets. I remember when I was young, uh, healing meetings, that was something that happened in the church. And if you want, if you had some sick friends that you wanted to get healed, you needed to bring them to the church. But you know, I remember when I moved to Denmark and uh, I met um, a friend there, Torben Söndergaard, and suddenly I started to realize that healing was not supposed to be locked into the church. Now, it was supposed to be out on the streets. And it was not only for the super anointed preacher. No, it was supposed to be for every single believer. And I believe we have started to see uh, a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit, but there is so much more that God wants to do, and I believe there is so much more that the church needs to step into. And we will talk more about why, why that is, that the church needs to step into this. But as a kind of start, I just want to try and stir you, uh, stir your heart for a new hunger, when it comes to the things of the Holy Spirit, when it comes to um, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I know in in some maybe theological circles, um, the issue of the baptism in the Holy Spirit, and uh, uh, maybe especially this issue of speaking in tongues and the manifestations of the Spirit, it's kind of looked upon with skepticism. And and I get there has been abuses, there has been uh, unhealthy things happening, Uh, but even more because of the abuses and the bad things that have happened, even more we need to focus on a healthy teaching when it comes to the Holy Spirit, when it comes to uh, the gifts of the Spirit, speaking in tongues, uh, and these issues. And no matter what denominations you are a part of, I think we can agree on the importance of the Holy Spirit. The issue of the Holy Spirit and the issue of the outpouring or the coming of the Holy Spirit is not a minor thing in the Bible. It it is a big thing in the Bible. Actually, in John 16, we can read in verse 7, uh, Jesus, he is getting ready to to ascend to the Father or to die on the cross. Uh, And he knows that very soon he will leave, uh, how to say, this earth. And he's kind of preparing the disciple for this. And I don't think they fully got what he was talking about. But he is saying in John 16, verse 7, Jesus is telling them, but in fact, it is best for you that I go away because if I don't the advocate or the helper or the Holy Spirit won't come. If I do go away then I will send him to you. I wonder what was going through the mind of the disciples who were listening to Jesus. I mean they had been walking with Jesus for uh, maybe three years here, three and a half years. They had seen blind eyes open, they had seen lame people walk, they had seen Jesus walk on water, uh, multiplying uh, food, uh, they had seen Jesus making water into wine, and I'm sure there was a lot of people who would like to know that trick, but they had seen some amazing things happen. And now Jesus is saying to them, it will be better if I go away and the Holy Spirit come. I I can I, I suspect that they were thinking how how is that possible? Jesus, when you are around, every single one seems to get healed. The, the, there doesn't seem to be a miracle that is too hard for you. And now you are saying that it will be better when the Holy Spirit come. How in the world can it become? better when the Holy Spirit come. And I believe the reason for this is because what God wanted to do, he didn't only wanted one person to heal the sick, to cast out demons, to set the captive free. No, he wanted an army of people doing this. And while Jesus was on earth, he was a certain degree limited to a physical body. He couldn't be in Jerusalem and in Nazareth at the same time. He he was limited to the physical body. He became a human being. He was not a spirit floating around, which means that in some way he was limited. uh, Reading the Gospels, we see that Jesus got, got tired, he got hungry. But you know, when Jesus when sent the Holy Spirit, then suddenly, what Jesus was doing became possible not only for Jesus, but for every single person which the Holy Spirit do indwells. The Holy Spirit is also in the Bible called the Spirit of Jesus. Jesus wanted to duplicate himself into every single believer. He wants to duplicate himself in in you. That means you doing the same works that he does. That's why Jesus said it would be better, because if he left, He could send his spirit, his spirit. And now suddenly he wouldn't be limited by one physical body. Because now he could by his spirit be in one person in Jerusalem and at the same time be in one person in Nazareth. He could be in Lublin, in Poland, at the same time as he would be in Nairobi, in Kenya. He would not be limited. Why? Because by his spirit, he could operate through every single believer. And I believe that's a part of what God wants to do in these ti- in, uh, in these days. And we are going to be looking more on that. I encourage you to share uh, this teaching, the videos of this teaching. Uh, you can download the notes if you want to on my webpage. Um, and, and I encourage you to, to spread the word and to share this teaching. And I encourage you most of all to start to seek God that he would stir up your heart for a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit. He is longing to manifest himself in you. And that happens by the Holy Spirit. Amen.